listening to the Eccentric Section Podcast with your hosts Breezy Getem and Jody Bro. On today's podcast, we're joined by one of the best big men in the business locally. He's one half of Hardcore Hammer Time and a member of the Hossman. He is the country hammer, Jamie Jamison. Welcome to the show, Jamie. How are you? Good, good. How are you guys? You know, living, living. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bulk lights over here about to choke on some noodles. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> There's birds in the background. Uh, before we get into anything crazy, we'll just get into the most generic wrestling questions and then let it go diverse and more direct questions as we go that correlate with you. We'll start out with the most generic question is what's your first memory of professional wrestling? Um, my, my buddy from church back when I went to church back in 2007, he, uh, we, we invited him over to my place and he said that he couldn't, he couldn't stay the night unless he watched Friday night Smackdown. And I had no idea what Friday night Smackdown was. So I was like, sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll watch it. And we were watching it and do it ever since then. Never been this oh, pain. Hell yeah, bro. That's sick. He wasn't missing that though. That's awesome. Yeah, he wasn't missing it for shit. Oh, I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with that story right there. Yeah, I, I remember uh what's what stuck out the uh most to me was the final segment with Batista and Undertaker. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but the Undertaker and Batista rivalry had me had me hooked. I'll, I'll go back and watch that a hundred times. So fast forward a little bit then. What was your discovery to independent wrestling? Um, I was I was in a uh, youth group and my uh, pastor, he took us to International Wrestling Cartel. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I think it was back in 2012. He took us. And ever since then, been hooked on indie wrestling, too. He took us to Ring of Honor and all that shit and IWC. You know where it's at. I'm I'm still there. Is there anybody that really sticks out to you that was on the roster at that time that's still around that you could remember watching as a fan? Oh yeah, uh, Bobby Fish. He was he was at IWC. Shane Taylor, um, Jimmy Nuts. Well, he's not quite around anymore. But uh, was that Dalton Castle era, or was that right before Dalton? Yeah, Dalton Castle era for sure. And then um, uh, John McChesney. All kinds of good names. I know when we had Elijah Dean on an interview, he brought up the infamous Jamie Jameson Backyard Wrestling Federation you guys <laughs> had going oh, on there. fuck yeah, man. So the first thing I got to ask when bringing that up is probably the question you get the most often is, how the hell do you convince your parents to like let you either build or buy a ring? Like All I picture in my head is like stepbrothers when they're like, we're going to build bunk beds. <laughs> and the parents are like, go ahead, go do it. <laughs> Well, see, we, we used to wrestle upstairs in my bedroom on mattresses and shit. 
Yeah. And we did that for years and years until the, the fact that the floor started to cave in a little bit. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. So like the, the room underneath, there's like cracks all in the ceiling and shit. So like we're about to fall through this shit. And my parents put a stop to that because we were about to literally go through the fucking floor. No, I, I believe you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, if you're going to put a stop to this, we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to get a wrestling ring or something. And, and what do you know? My dad helped me find a wrestling ring on Craigslist. We drove all the way to fucking Cleveland to pick that shit up and drove back and set it up that day. And we had some fucking nutty. Damn, yo, big awesome. shout, yeah, big shout out to your dad for that, man. That's yeah. so badass. Man. One-on-one right there. Yeah. So walk us through it. Uh, I know Dime told us you guys would draw a lot of fans. Like you draw basically little indie wrestling shows yeah. like worth of fans. What was it like running your own shows? Dude, it was it was legit. Well, it was good and it was bad because we had some people who like just weren't as dedicated to it as me and Dime per se. Uh, but whenever they were dedicated to it, it was fun as hell. But like I said, they, they just didn't stay dedicated. And me and Dime ended up pretty much just doing fucking one-on-one matches here and there, here and there, here and there. But... It was it was fun. It was fun for sure. How did you guys build an audience? Uh, high school, really uh, passing out flyers and shit. And once that once that got uh, got around, dude, we had some major fucking crowds. Did anybody ever get hurt? Uh, I did. I got my fucking head split up pretty, pretty good. Like, I think it was eight stitches in my head. Oh, nice. Fuck I think that's you remember the, what caused it. Uh, chair shot. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. You weren't playing around. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yo, Jamie, I'm so pissed I couldn't have seen any of those, man. That shit is so badass. <laughs> so, so I have a question, Jamie. So we hear the yard, like the term yard are thrown around a lot. And I'm obviously that's where you and Don started. But you guys don't have that moniker at all. No one ever says anything about that about you guys. What, what do you contribute that to? What do you mean? So like, like people, like the backyarders have a bad a bad rap right right so you guys started in the backyard but no one ever seems to bring it up or no one ever seems to mention it in a negative light when right. it comes to you and don i think that's just because we separated ourselves and actually went through uh the training to become pro and take it that one step further did you have like a different character when you were backyard wrestling or were you always the country hammer i wasn't the country hammer i was just me like it's okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it wasn't. No, I get what you're saying, man. No, that's yeah. that's sick, though, bro. No, no real gimmick, just me. And now Dime, he was the gimmick guy. He's always been the gimmick guy, you know. Oh, I can only imagine. Let us in a little bit. What was his gimmick at the time? It was pretty much, I mean, same thing, like how he is An now. asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just a fucking dick. <laughs> Dude, so what made you, obviously you and Don both made that same decision, but what made you seek out real training and to take more things more serious? Because I, high school just wasn't it for me. Like schooling never, yeah. hit, never hit home with schooling. Yeah. yeah. And I knew I wasn't going to fucking go to college. And after, after uh, discovering wrestling back in 07, uh, that's all I really wanted to do. So going, uh, going through high school was rough because I didn't get along with the administration and uh, they knew I wasn't going to go to fucking college and that my only passion was wrestling. So I seeked out where the best uh, 
training school was. And I went to Ohio Valley wrestling in Kentucky after, after I graduated. That's awesome. Who were your trainers at the time? Uh, the late, great Matt Capitelli and uh, Rip Rogers. So what were your experiences like at OVW compared to what you see the rookies now currently at the IWC training facility? Like not too different. My, my, big, my beginners class with, uh, with Matt Capitelli was real like calm. He was there teaching you very well, but he was also very hard on cardio. Like you, we were up running a mile every day. And at the time I was like 300 fucking pounds. So I was like real fat and I threw up like every fucking day. Cardio yeah, yeah. is cardio is intense as fuck, but uh, the the learning of the wrestling was very calm, and he walked you through it very easily. Compared to IWC, cardio is fucking high, learning's high. It's all reps, bam, 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 bam. Okay, so it was a little bit different, and the the environment in the like OVW locker room was way way different compared to how the environment is at the IWC locker room. I feel so much more at home at IWC than I did back at OVW. That's what we've heard actually a couple of times comparing the two. And it wasn't nobody knocking OVW's locker room, but it was, they said it was more like a business compared to IWC. It's still a business, but it's more like a family. Yeah, definitely more like a family. I feel so welcome there. So your style has always reminded me of kind of like a blend. I've even told you in person, like a blend of Bam Bam Bigelow and like Mike Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're basically like a hardcore tank that has to fly occasionally. <laughs> yeah. How does someone your size pull off a fucking moonsault when you're doing it off of balconies and turnbuckles and all that crazy shit? Uh, back when I was a kid, I was just always on the trampoline. So I always, yeah. knew, I always knew how to flip. I stuck with me, still with me to this day. And how do you get someone to agree to catch your ass? <laughs> the, normally when i've been in like singular one-on-one -on -one matches nobody fucking wants to so i always have to miss that shit <laughs> oh it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> but that's uh funny. at the at the beer falls show when i was doing it off the balcony that's where i went to went to school at beaver falls like everybody knew me there so uh doing the moonsault off the balcony had to happen. Like I was like, this is fucking happening. I don't care what any of you say. I'm doing a moonsault off of this shit and you're all catching me. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Have you carry yeah, yeah, that's badass. With you carrying the hardcore label though, have you ever considered stepping it up to like the deathmatch wrestling? Fuck yeah, dude. I, I definitely want to do deathmatch wrestling at some point. Uh, that's, that's pretty much how the end side of our backyard years was. It was like all hardcore. That's that's what I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Light bulbs, barbed wire, all that. Oh, fuck, man. You guys are savages, bro. How, how are your parents not like afraid of like lawsuits or like somebody getting hurt on the property? I, I don't really know. My dad always gave me a hard time about it, but my mom would just sit there and watch it and she'd like cringe and all that shit. But they were <laughs> they were cool with it. I can't I can't complain about how they were about it because they But like did they watch wrestling? Like did they watch professional wrestling at all? Like before like you got into it? No. Nope. Nah. Nope. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, like my mom and shit knew Hulk Hogan and all that shit. Right, right. Okay, okay, okay. She didn't watch it. We not like she not like she was a fan or anything. All right. Right. With your hardcore style and the high risk maneuvers you've done, like the balcony spots and that, I was wondering, like, what's the the worst injury you've endured up until this point in your career? Uh, I I tore my labrum in my shoulder, but it wasn't uh wrestling; it was uh bench pressing. Oh fuck! Oh, shit. So Hope I never you had a spotter at the time, did you? Huh? 
Did you have a spotter at least at the time? I, I did have a spotter, thank God, because that, yeah. that weight would have came down on me. But uh, yeah, no, I've, I've never really been injured in the ring. Cool. All right. Nice. Minus like was, a concussion was that, here and there, but I don't really count. Was that, that the injury when you were when you just started out down in Black Diamond and everything? Yeah. That, that it, it prevented that best of seven series that we were supposed to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little flavor of the bulk bias segments kicking in, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a bulk bias segment. Like that would have been a fire best of seven. Fuck yeah, know, dude. But you would have brought that up if bulk wasn't involved. <laughs> right. I would have. <laughs> yeah, I was I was super excited for that. So over the years of you wrestling, what's the moment you hold nearest and dearest to your heart? Any of my matches with Dime, I always have a good time with him. But uh, I, I, were you there for my last man standing match with Bronco at 2PW? No, I think that was this show right before I started coming. Yeah. That's where you took the skewers and all that shit to the head, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that might be be it. Or uh, or my debut against Wardlow for the heavyweight strap. Oh, fuck. You debuted for, with a title match. Yeah, too. I actually didn't know that. That's fine. Yeah, I debuted against Wardlow. God damn. Yep, first match. That's cool as fuck. fuck going in deep. Uh-huh. So since I did start coming around, though, you've definitely cut a lot of weight, bulked yeah. up, toned up, toned down and stuff. What do you contribute, like, as far as your dieting and your workout plan? What did you end up doing to change to make sure you made all those changes? So what, what helped me take all the weight off was uh, keto, ketosis, and uh, eating, like, high-protein, high-fat, low-carb. Like, no carbs, actually. Like, fucking maybe five carbs a day. Oh, shit. Jesus uh, Christ. That, that helped me shed down from... 292 to 221 fuck oh wow yeah holy shit and how like what was the time frame on that uh i think it was may 2019 to february 2020 fuck dude congratulations thank you and then fucking uh getting the the weight muscle muscle wise back on was just eating you know the regular chicken rice broccoli like the carbs helped out then just as long as i'm eating the correct carbs so what was your favorite cheat meal oh dude fucking chinese food hell yeah <laughs> i'll eat chinese, chinese food's food my guilty pleasure hell yeah dude i'll eat chinese food all day what advice would you have to somebody trying to lose weight or bulk up or possibly both uh think about their think about their life goals and and like think about how they feel at that moment in time and how far away they are from it. Like for me, I was, I noticed me at 292 pounds and where I wanted to be in wrestling was nowhere near where I needed to be. So I was like, I, I just gotta, I gotta fucking crack down on this shit and get this shit done. So like, think, think about where you want to be and, and know that you can really achieve that because tons of people have in this business with, with all that weight being cut and with you gaining muscle and stuff too have you felt a big difference as far as your in-ring yeah. phenomenal phenomenal and actually whenever i whenever i weighed 221 i i wasn't too muscular i mean I, I still had some arms on me but moving moving at 221 was like holy shit like i i never thought i'd be able to move like that in my life yeah but I'm, did it change the way you worked? Uh, not too too much. I mean, I was in a uh, fatal four way match at I think it was Ignition at IWC for the Super Indie Super Indie Championship against Patch, uh, 
A1 and Sean Phoenix, and I, I definitely worked different in that match because I wanted to prove that I can, I can go super indie too. That was the one where you hit the backflip, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'll never forget that shit was not. I, I can only imagine how much I would have marked out with the balcony spread because I know when you did it off the turnbuckle, I was losing my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but to touch on your appearance, I also wondered how difficult is it wrestling in jeans and work boots? Well, before I found uh, uh, stretchy jeans, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> but I fucking found some stretchy jeans at JC Penney's and Jesus, dude, it's it's like it's it's like spandex. Like I can fucking move with ease. And I, I'm wearing boots all day, so uh I'm I'm comfortable in boots. Every time I'd see you wrestle, I'm like, bro, I I know like tying my shoes at work and shit if a boot comes undone. I'm like, this is uncomfortable bending over. How the hell is he like doing backflips and shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, stretchy jeans, man. It's a world of a difference. <laughs> Fuck you. So let's touch on like your teams and stables that you're in. Uh, we recently had Hardcore Hooven on, and he kind of touched on how you guys came about as a tag team. Yeah. So I'm not going to have you repeat the story or anything there, but I do want to touch on the Hossman. And I was wondering if you could share the story, maybe how the group formed. Um, I heard that somebody put together the idea of, like, I don't remember who it was. It might have been uh, Jesse, the guy who controls the music at IWC. I think, I think it might have been him. Uh, talk about a group with four big guys acting as if they were the four horsemen and like obviously hoss and horse and all that happy shit. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was him, but I heard somebody was talking about it and then I Marshall just put it together. Do you consider anybody like the leader of the group? Uh, I was, I was told I was the leader. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like fans draw it as you as the leader, but I didn't know if, like, behind the scenes you guys ever talked about, yo, like, I'm captain, you guys are following me, or if it was just kind of you well, guys all followed each other's lead, but just let the fans decide who's the leader. Yeah, I was I was told I was the flair. Uh, I mean, some people weren't too happy about it, but it is what it is. Who would you say is the most underrated member of the group then? Tyler, for sure. I could I could see that, dude. I'd say him or Archer. And Ar Archer's I fuck with all of you guys, but last year during the pandemic, we always put up Archer and Tyler. It seemed like anytime they weren't even booked in a match and somebody might have to cancel because of COVID or any of that shit, they would just be thrown in matches all the time, and they yeah. always ended up so fucking good compared to, fuck like, yeah. oh, fuck, that person I oh, wanted yeah, to man. see in the match ain't here. You know what I mean? Yeah, no no hate on Archer. Archer's great. Like, mm -hmm. I, I feel like Archer... Archer uh, can he's he's good by himself like tyler he he just gets shit on like people don't book him right he if they booked him right i'm telling you he'd be a top guy top face yeah he i can agree with that bro he's yeah he's 100%. really cool he has speaking of the weight loss too dude that's something all mm. of you guys did you all look phenomenal too yeah i just gonna mention that thank you of course dude do you guys ever think the hospital invade iwc or any other type of promotions I highly doubt it. All right. You think that's a 2PW exclusive then? Yeah, and it actually seems like it's fading a little bit. Well, uh, let's talk about the other upcoming shows you guys got. We'll start out with Saturday, June 12th. IWC's Reloaded. It comes back to court time. Uh, I believe it. Is that going to be max capacity too? I'm not sure about that. Okay, I, I, think, I, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I think Memorial Day made everything back to full capacity, but still masks and shit. Um, I know that your mind is only strictly on beating the shit out of the Gambinos at any given moment. 
yeah. you and and I'm sure you guys want to eventually get back in that tag team title picture. Um, but the power of the reset button is what Reloaded is all about. Anything can happen. If you were able to pick any match that the reset button would insert you in, what would you pick? It would either be tag team title match with Hoove or put me up against Palace, baby. I, I want that. I want Hell that yeah. big boy strap. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I think I think you and Palos would put on a phenomenal show. Actually, Fucking right, yeah. I think it's only a matter of time too before we see Jamie with the the, the main strap. Much appreciated, brother. Of course. Um, let's also get your predictions. I mean, we're all gonna do our typical pre-show prediction show next week, right before the show. But let's do maybe your predictions to where if the reset button wasn't choosing you, who you think would be inserted into these matches? Like, who do you think would be the best fit in these matches? Um, the high stakes title match. Who do you think would fit best against Dawn? Um, you know, I I would actually like to see fucking Tito get picked, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. I like that, boys. I was already fucking thinking that, guys. (laughs) Hell yeah! Let's see. Let's see Tito get in the ring. (laughs) Let's see Tito get in there. How about the women's title match? Who who would you insert in there? You know what? Fucking Molina. Oh shit! I like okay. that. Hell yeah, that would be sick. I, I was not expecting that answer. Yeah, that would like be really answer. sick. All right, tag team titles. Obviously, it can't be you and Hooven. So who who do you think should go up against Money Shot? Um, I don't know. What about what about Enzo and Cass? Okay, fuck. That <laughs> okay, would be sick. that would be sick. <clears throat> Super indie title match. Who's yeah. getting who's getting their shot against Collier? Um, I'd like to see Josh Alexander. Uh, then we got what we got the IWC heavyweight title against Palace. Who, who should get that spot if it's not you? Let's say uh, Shane Taylor. That would be sick. Hell yeah. And then, uh, if it's not you or we, we will say if it's not you or Hooven because we already think you would pick Hooven in this, who should be the owner of the reset button? I'd like to see Atticus grab it again and get and, and go get that win this time. Mm, yeah. Shit, okay. I wasn't expecting that answer either. But I wasn't I like expecting that. that at all. I like that answer a lot, actually. Uh, everybody, make sure you grab your tickets for that event. I'm sure there's still some left, especially if capacity did increase. Uh, if you're not going, make sure you subscribe to the IWC network. And if you're not going to do either one of those, it is going to be on Fight TV, I believe, which IWC just started to deal with them. So that should be awesome because I know Fight TV carries all like the GCWs and all that and it's always super clean. There's no glitching and stuff. So, yeah, make sure you check that out. But uh, then let's fast forward to Saturday, June 26th, where we all – well, I don't know about Mr. Bulk Light over here because he picks you every time. But, you know, me and Jody bro got to turn heel on you again. <laughs> you're, you're facing our guy Tito in a strap match. Yeah. So have, have you ever been in a strap match? No, I haven't. I'm excited for it. So what do you, what's the preparation like going into a match like that? I don't really know. Just just be prepared to be fucking whipped viciously. <laughs> I just picture you in the kitchen with like you hand your wife your belt. You're like, just fucking give give me five lashes a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm I'm prepared to be whipped violently because t- I've already experienced being whipped by Tito. It ain't yeah, fun. Tito, True. Tito was showing True. you no mercy at the last couple of shows. So do you believe that's the start of a long-time rivalry with Tito, or do you think this will be kind of like the closure to the story between you two? I'm thinking this is the finishing touches. Okay. 
I'm saddened by that answer. I, I am saddened by that too. Out of each Fuck. other forever. <laughs> is that right? a feeling? I got a feeling this is going to go. Maybe not forever, like right now, but I, I think it's something that you can come back to. I have, yeah, six months I down the road, come back to an IWC, come back to all Please. over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, there's right, just man. some of those rivalries, you know. There's yeah. like just is fucking they, gold. they just always come back. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's a fucking yeah, good for one sure. And I will pick Jamie again in this match. I'm not going to pick Tito. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pick Tito. But here's my thing. I know promoters, it's kind of fucking shitty if everybody steals each other's ideas off of each other. But I think you guys should just beat the shit out of each other in every company possible, too. Because I feel like the way you guys perform together is just perfect. And then, like, if there was any possible way to make sure your family and his family were at every event too, that adds to the feud. Oh, we're it's amazing. Across Dude. the rooms, seeing Bosnian flags and we having our Bosnian flag. And then you got yeah. your, your American people all behind you. It's, it, it adds. Yeah, to it's it so great, much. dude. Yeah. The people who haven't experienced it, dude. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. It's, it's so much fun. I, I remember I, I faced Tito at uh, hardcore Halloween back in October last year with no crowd. And I was like, damn, this guy can work. And it was only like his third fucking match. Yeah. And I, I talked to Marshall. I was like, yo, this guy, this guy's something. So I, I, I kind of want to work with him a little bit. But uh, I I never thought it would get to this, like where we're where we're leading to to strap match now. And dude, the feel of it, like when I'm in the ring, the crowd's going fucking nuts, dude. It's it's great. It's, it's such a great feeling. I know for sure after the last show, I didn't have a voice for like three days after. I was, like, I was eating cough yeah. drops and all kinds of shit because I was losing my shit at that show. And, and it doesn't guys... feel stale. Oh, right? not at like, all. That's why like, it's been like forever. Three months in a row, four months in a row, and it, it, it still feels fresh, right? Right. So that, that's attributed. I mean, that's a great credit to both of you for keeping it from not feeling like, oh, this shit again. Like, yeah, yeah, great, yeah. Great job, man. Thank you. And then you guys also both have that battle royal. I'm sure both of you are going to be inserted into. Yep. Do you, do you, what's, what's your game plan on there? Are you guys just worried about beating the shit out of each other? Uh, I can't say that. I mean, I'm definitely worried about beating the shit out of them. But I mean, shit, we're talking about the top prospect champions on the line that you, you could possibly grab the opportunity to. So definitely looking forward to that too. Cause I I'm, I'm done playing mid card game. I, I want top card game. And all I know is I, I could watch you and Tito fight forever, but if you were to win that battle Royal, that's you and dime. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 I, I got that in the back of my mind too. Not just a strap <laughs> match. <laughs> So make sure you got grab your tickets for that show as well. That's two PW's max capacity show. Um, before we we conclude the podcast and, and go to the uh, Mount Rushmore and the ten random questions, though, I was told to bring up two different things to you. First one, raccoons. Go. Fuck. I fucking hate raccoons, man. Who told you to bring that shit up? <laughs> I'm not gonna say names. <laughs> God damn, that's. I was not expecting that one. That one that one caught me off guard. Is there a reason? What happened? Yeah, what happened, bro? Did they were they around your crib and shit whenever you were growing up? Dude, no, just just recently. These motherfuckers tearing into my fucking trash. Oh, nowadays, those motherfuckers. Dude, I I I'm losing it on fucking raccoons, man. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> no, he's he was serious. No, he's serious about the raccoons, boys. I can <laughs> I understand. Fuck. 
This might be a dead giveaway of who it is then. Next one, Amish ladies and tomatoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my Do these two God. things correlate with each other of you knowing who it is now? Yeah, I know who it is now. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a completely different story. <laughs> so what's that story? What, why did he ever say that? Okay, uh, I don't know if... I don't know if you guys know what Rogers flea market is. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm not so familiar. I'm not familiar either. It's like this huge flea market that has like people selling their shit. Like I, I've went there and sold some shit before. Like you just set up a table and uh, sell whatever you're selling. It could be antiques, could be guns, could be knives, could be anything really. Nunchucks. It's legit. It's legit. And yes. Nunchucks. It's not do even. They have, do they have <laughs> yeah. your nunchucks? Do they have, yeah, they have uh, they, probably nunchucks? They have brass knuckles. No, boys, all, all. no, boys. Rogers is dope as fuck. Yeah, it really is. It, it's yeah, crazy. these motherfuckers don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> from the city. They're from the city. They don't fucking know what time it is. Yeah, dude, they, they got they got everything there. They'll have beats <laughs> headphones, they'll have whatever the fuck weed whackers, fucking anything. right, dude. And somebody was selling fucking tomatoes. So, me and my buddies grabbed a fuck ton of tomatoes like a fuck ton and we were we were planning on throwing throwing them out the window uh driving home yeah they're fucking degenerates yeah straight up <laughs> Dis disrespectful little fuckers that's that's what we are was and, it you and uh, was it you and said person that told me to bring it up yeah and, and right, a nice, nice, nice. good shit good shit okay and, and a couple others and uh we were driving home and there's this this like so peaceful like you know the Am Amish people with the horses and the carriages and shit and the the they're coming on the other side of the road and we're driving and then this little girl this little girl is just like waving with the biggest smile on her face and my one buddy just launches a fucking tomato out the fucking <laughs> out the window and blast this little girl i was like holy fuck man that shit's crazy i couldn't believe i couldn't believe what i was saying it was crazy she was so sweet waving at us and just gets blasted with a tomato <laughs> i wish we could name drop who it is that's <laughs> fucking terrible <laughs> i mean if they, if they know they know right like yeah, yeah. Here, if that's fucking terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it is terrible. I'm about to text him while we're on the pod, while we keep Yo, going. I want to hear what he's saying. All right, saying. all right. Jesus so, Christ. I, I, was, I was told to ask a, a couple questions. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a, a person who will remain unnamed wants to know why you skip leg day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't skip leg day. I do leg day once a week. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I, I'm. it's not as bad as Titan, right? Right. <laughs> and, yeah, and the I other do... question was, go ahead. I'm sorry, Jane. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Talk about your leg I, day. I, I definitely used to skip leg day. Like, I can't hide that. I definitely <laughs> used to. <laughs> but I've come to the realization that it's probably a good thing to, to exercise the legs at least once a week <laughs> compared to my chest day three <laughs> times a week. A week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they also want to know, when you're gonna when you're gonna break away from Hooven and, and come get some. Oh I, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't read between the lines on who he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. You need to go I, back and listen to the other podcast. <laughs> I, I'm ready for bulk anytime. He can get these hands. <laughs> you heard it, it. 
it blows my mind that you guys have only crossed paths like one or two times in IWC in all this I time. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I we've both been waiting for it. I'm I'm ready for it. Give oh, me a single You sound yeah. ready for it. it yeah, it, for sure. It would be amazing. It, it would be, and I hope it. Whenever it does happen, like I hope there's a title involved for it because that'll just make it that much better. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, the big boy title too. Not no high stakes bullshit. Hey, that's that's Cody's like favorite IWC match ever. So oh, I love that fucking match. Fucking beast <laughs> man jumping on you and Bulk. <laughs> yeah, no, that match is legendary. That shit's legendary. And Bulk turning <laughs> into a fucking crazy. porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm just waiting on this fucking reply, guys. <laughs> All right, we'll continue on because I'm sure we'll get an answer before the end of the show. So, we normally end our podcast with two things, and the first one we always start out with is your wrestling Mount Rushmore, and that's four. And it's we like to go off of like your personal four favorites or four biggest influences. Okay, uh, Taker's number one. And I'd say Sean's probably number two. But if we're talking influences, I'm a huge Nick Gage fan. Hell yeah. I wasn't expecting that answer. No. Huge Nick Gage. All day, huh? Hell yeah. I'm a huge Nick Gage fan. Uh, If you get into death matches with them, would you want to work him before he hangs it up? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just watched his vice. Have you seen his vice yet? Yeah, no, I need to see. I have to watch it still. I it was, was like, I have to fucking work this man. I have to. I fucking felt terrible, too, because he almost sounds like he's already counting himself out as far as, like, checking himself yeah. out with death beforehand. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully that doesn't ever happen. Like, he doesn't check himself out, and hopefully you just <laughs> – hold on. A, ladies and gentlemen, we got a reply. He said, yeah, we're real-life degenerates. Motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 But yeah, hopefully you get a chance to work Nick Gage before it's yeah, all said and done. Is there any other crazy. deathmatch wrestlers you want to wrestle that off the top of your head? Um, I mean Nick Gage is number one, but I I'd like to wrestle uh, Matt Tremont too. That'd be sick. And uh, I mean, fuck, Atticus would be fun. I, you just want me to boo you again? That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you I like Addy seeing Addy out there doing his work. Have you talked to Addy at all about possibly like stepping foot in that realm? I've I've messaged messaged him a couple times about it. That's Oops. awesome, dude. So I, I cut you off too. You got one more on your Mount Rushmore. Um another one. See, I fuck. Four, picking four is hard. I'd probably go with Triple H. But see then whenever I'm when I when I think about Mount Rushmore, I think about top wrestlers ever. So throwing Nick Gage in there is a little weird. But if, no, if but we're he, talking... He's big time in deathmatch, and that's super influential to a yeah, lot of yeah. deathmatch people, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's yeah, because that's the type of shit you know. Like, that's what you did, like hardcore wrestling and shit like that. So that makes a lot of sense, man. Okay, as long as it's making sense, because it, feels, yeah, no, it weird does, 100%. To, feels weird to throw him up there with, with them guys. But if you're talking about people who influenced me, it'd be, it'd be them guys. Yeah, bro. That's cool. a solid, solid. list. Yeah, I like I how is. diverse it was, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then that brings us to our 10 random questions. Uh, these 10 random questions are not affiliated with you. They're just the next 10 random questions that come about, and the next 10 will go to the next person. Um, okay. We'll start out with number one is, would you rather have toes for fingers or fingers for toes? 
We're going deep oh, right off the bat, boys. Shit. I'd probably have to say fingers for toes. Hell yeah. I just bet you. What was that thing? Was that the uh was that the Adam family that hand that was just walking around? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be your feet. So your shoe would have like bowling shoes, actually, though. You know what I mean? You know how big your shoes would have to be? Like, imagine how long your fingers are compared to your toes. Yeah, like Dude, either but, way, either way, you're fucked. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, bro. You say you, your opinion. You could throw you your can, fucking tomatoes with your feet. <laughs> you you can hide hide your fucking finger toes, but like, but wouldn't fuck. that get uncomfortable after a while? You think like keeping them like like clenched up like eh, maybe not because you don't gotta clench it i guess that's not that uncomfortable no, you're right you're right jamie wouldn't be skipping leg day either it'd be fucking bench pressing with his legs <laughs> oh, yeah, with his feet. oh fuck yeah it'd be like beast from x-men <laughs> jesus christ that's fucked up <laughs> the second question is what's the best christmas movie of all time uh i'm gonna say christmas story okay Number three is who's the number one person on your concert bucket list that you haven't seen yet? Um, fuck. Motley Crue. Oh, shit. Did you have tickets before it all got canceled? No, I did not, actually. I, I had tickets to Guns N' Roses, but they got canceled. But I've already seen them. Okay. Uh, would you rather be hot all the time or cold all the time? Ice cold. Ice cold. Uh, how do you like your eggs? Scrambled. Hell yeah. Is Kanye West real life crazy or is he just a genius? Crazy. <laughs> I think he's a, a nice little blend. genius. Um, have you ever had your tarot cards read? My what? Is that how do you no. pronounce them, guys? <laughs> yeah, tarot Pretty cards. much, yeah. Tarot, yeah. It's those cards that have all those things that tell you your future or tell you your life and i've yeah i don't nope. i have no idea even how to fucking Hell pronounce no. the word that's, so that's, you're talking to the motherfucking country hammer he ain't getting his <laughs> goddamn tarot cards right get out of here <laughs> i've never heard of it <laughs> uh if you had a swear jar how much would you have at the end of the day oh fuck it'd be it'd be a pretty penny nice. how much would you have at the end of a promo on the gambinos <laughs> <laughs> One hundred million dollars. <laughs> um, do you own or trade stocks? Yes, I do. Oh, awesome! Care to share any of the any ones uh, that people should buy right now? Are you a Dogecoin guy? I'm a huge Dogecoin guy. Hell yeah, I like this guy, guys. <laughs> my 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 Doge is heavy. Fuck yeah! And then mine uh, was heavy till it tanked. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it's going back <laughs> it's up, on, though, boys. It's, it's on its yeah. ride up right now. I haven't it was 40, 41 last time I checked today. Fuck my it. my forty one is worth ten grand. Holy shit, sir! When yep. did you buy in at then? I bought in at, at three cent. Nice, you savage dog. Yeah, so, dude, that's awesome. Real quick, uh, I had Dogecoin. I had what was it like thirty some fucking coins? Or, yeah. Three thirty thousand some coins at like about that price, and it went all the way up, and I was all geeked, and then it came all the way down. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm cashing out before it drops all the way." And I'm so oh, mad at myself because now I bought back in at like fifty cents or whatever, and I'm just sick <laughs> to my stomach. Fuck that! I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and then the last question is: Would you swim with dolphins, or have you swam with dolphins? I haven't, and I don't give a fuck to swim. So no. <laughs> fair answer fair answer 
All right, Jamie, we definitely appreciate your time. Uh, before you go, though, do you want to plug any social medias or merchandise or any upcoming shows that maybe we haven't touched on? No, you got the shows, and I don't got no merch right now because there's no intermission, so no reason to have it. Uh, and then my – I don't even know my social media names because I'm terrible with social media. It's yeah, probably yeah. Country Hammer underscore some shit. <laughs> <laughs> do we know, Jamie, do you know if intermission is going to be back at Reloaded? No, I don't know. But I that would be nice. Today that would that be it's nice. not going to be. Oh, well, it's not well, going to be. From said Damn. tomato thrower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, is there anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? No, I'm good, man. Yeah, I cool. think you guys hit, hit a pretty well podcast, so. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here. Um, thank you for making time out on the podcast. Definitely want to have you back on again. Maybe we'll have you and the tomato thrower on some point in time. <laughs> you guys can either talk shit or tell stories. Either one would definitely be cool with. Hell yeah. And yeah, dude. Thanks again. I appreciate you being on. Hell yeah, yeah brother. Too, brother. Thank, thank you, guys. Jamie. All right. Yep. See you at Reloaded, bro. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good night. And always remember, that's...